keep it rolling. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 1101. Very sad day for the 21st. June 21st, 2023. 95 degrees on this day for the 21st back in 1910 and 39 degrees in 1992. I cannot imagine the pressure that's being put on swimming beaches on all the local lakes and the state lakes. I hope you've used Aquaside to treat the weeds and algae and get rid of it. Aquaside products are made in White Bear Lake. They work quickly. They're easy to use. They've been approved by the correct authorities. And they uh, they got a variety of products. What you have to do is describe to Aquaside what you're looking at. Probably you're going to need some pellets. I've used the pellets. They work they work. I watched them work. You describe what you're looking at to Aquaside. They'll get you the right products to keep that beach free of weeds and crud. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Those of us... What's the sound <laughs> of two hands clapping? Those of us who are members of the Royal Order of the 21sters understand that this is a very important day. This is the day when the light is the longest. We've had a nice summer, those of us in the 21sters, and beginning tomorrow, we enter into a long, hopefully lingering autumn. Remember, we assign about November and December to winter, then in the winter solstice, we're back to spring. So we've been enjoying spring and summer since December 21st of 2022. Uh, We are not normal people. No. It no, is, it is not, over for us. No, not even close. <laughs> you normal people think you're just beginning summer. In fact, you began it at 9.58 a.m. this morning. That was the arrival of the solstice. 9.58 a.m. our time. Huh. And those of us who are in the club, the Royal Order of the 20... Why are you looking at me? I'm listening. Don't you look at me I'm like just that. making sure. attention to the show. For the first time the first ever, time all four of us are paying attention. <laughs> you know what? Trust me. I'm ready to spring into action. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, beginning at 9.58 a.m. this morning, the Royal Order of the 21sters removed their caps, said, Gunga, Gunga, Dunga, and went on to enjoy. We're going on to enjoy a long Fruitful autumn, full of wonderful, wonderful days. Mm. You're looking at me because the other day there was an incident. Towards the end of the show, I began to speak in tongues. (laughs) And I don't know why, and neither do the doctors, and I'm perfectly fine. All right. I've had every bleeping test that they've invented and still have to have some more. I've got the vitals of a 20-year-old. More healthier than probably the four of us, yes. And I can't account for what happened, and technically either can medical authorities. But what do they know? They're doctors. I think (laughs) the, I guess, Rook and I were discussing this in your absence yesterday, because we were all prepared to come in and do a show, but, you know, you had other things to do. So was I, but I didn't get out of the damn MRI tube for... I think the real thing that saved you on Monday was the fact that we were lucky enough 
to have noted medical expert Patrick Royce oh, he's in, the in the next room, yeah. who was quickly there to identify that there was, in fact, no problem. Right. Leave him alone. Why are you guys so hard on old guys? Here's my assessment. <laughs> nothing wrong. Yeah, nothing wrong with but, him. But we him all, alone. We all know why he said that. Right. Well, he had to do Monday Night Sports. Yeah, so. he just wanted to get that thing over. Kenny, he did the Royce wave to me. Ah, he's fine. Hey, yeah, let's yeah. go here. Let's take a vote. Ask him to tell the red paint joke. <laughs> that will determine. Let me tell you, uh, have you ever heard of the German group Rammstein? Sure. Oh, of course. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Well, you get it if you, you get an MRA. MRA. Here MRA. we go. MRI. Radar lock. Radar lock. You get an MRI of your brain. It takes a long time. Okay. You might as well be attending a Rammstein concert. I was inventing drum beats to this thing. The bass <laughs> notes are incredible. Yeah. It's dreadful. So wait. But once you get into a music vibe, it's yeah. a Rammstein that's, concert. That's what you have to do. Yeah. You mean, yeah. do you have headphones on? Yes, but I didn't want any music. Uh, I... I did I eschewed the music they you, offered me? What did you have? Do you you wear headphones anyway, and I can't imagine how loud it would be if you didn't. Mm. I had headphones on and earplugs. Yeah, and it was still loud. But it, uh, you should have asked them to put on the podcast years ago. Right. Years ago, when the whole crowd was in Mexico, Puerto Vallarta, Rammstein was setting up. At the next resort over. Really? For New Year's Eve. Really? And I called a buddy, I called my buddy who manages Nirvana, and I said, not Nirvana, Foo Foo Fighters. Fighters. And I said, Rammstein, you know anything about him? He goes, oh yeah, what do you want to know? I said... Can I, should I make sure the kids all try to go to that tonight? And he said, hell no. Oh, God, no, 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 way. no, no, no. You just no, no children. Yeah, yeah, no elderly. Was, <laughs> and it was just boom, boom, boom. Just dreadful stuff. I think yeah. Rammstein means war or clubbing you over the head to death or something. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we've, uh, we've talked about this before. Our old buddy Bob Davis used one of their songs for his intro music yeah. when he was on AM 1500. They're very popular. Yes, they are. Very popular. And they're pyrotechnical and they're uh, very loud. And so no one from the Sushere group no, snuck no, over? No. <clears throat> well, maybe a kid or two, an older kid or two, yeah. to walk down to the beach. You couldn't help but get blown away by them. They were... <laughs> 50 yards away. That'd be cool. Yeah. Hey, are they one of those bands like where the bass player prowls the stage in kind of a half of a crouch walk? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I have never <laughs> seen them. I, I don't I don't know. That, that wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me. Well, anyway. When they were playing, did you keep looking at your watch? What time are they done? <laughs> no, I was fine. Okay? I was fine. I didn't worry about it. Okay. Right. Just like, you better quit looking at me right. or you're done. Wait, do I get to look at the computer then today? <laughs> yes. Okay. You know, uh, oh, Facebook. everybody give me their report. Did you smell the air today? Sure. Yeah. Did I, it smell like summer air that maybe you've smelled before in your life? Yeah. That was my impression. I yeah. didn't make an observation. Well, that's because you're not observant. I'm disengaged with yes. society? I'm yes. Just, no, okay. you're disengaged with nature. Nature. Okay. So anyway, I smell the air, and I, I was smelling it for a purpose. I went out and gave it the good sniff. Okay. And I thought, well, I can, I've smelled this all my life. But now I'm being told that what I'm smelling 
And what I be, better be very worried about is I'm smelling ozone. All the mm. meteorologists now are really yes, big are. on ozone. Yes, they are. I didn't. I got through a lot of years without ozone. I got your ozone right here, <laughs> and they they want me to be terribly worried about ozone. Ozone is also known as, you know, fog or smog. It's a gas, and uh, it's a reactive gas composed of three oxygen atoms. I looked it up. I read all about it. <laughs> From the, sti- from the EPA site, the United States Environmental Protection Agency, uh, it's formed naturally through the interaction of solar ultraviolet radiation and molecular oxygen. The ozone layers above the Earth's surface, blah, blah, blah. I, d- I shouldn't say blah, blah, blah. Tropospheric ozone, ah. ground level, the one that has the local meteorologists all in a Twitter. Or is it titter? Twitter? Mm. Mm. Twitter. Twitter? Mm. A little bunch. Aghast. Just go a different route. It's formed primarily from photochemical reactions between two major classes of air pollutants, volatile organic compounds and nitrogen oxides. Uh, These reactions have traditionally been viewed as depending upon the presence of heat and sunlight, resulting in higher ambient ozone concentration in summer months. Okay. Uh, I've also smelled it in the winter, Hmm. now that I know it's ozone. But they say it can happen in cold months. Uh, But my point is, we're not safe from any aberration whatsoever. Let me rephrase that. That's now considered an aberration. But I've been smelling it all my life. I'll be the first to admit I haven't smelled a fire like I smelled last Wednesday. That smelled like a plastics uh, fire. That one, yes. I didn't like that. That one I agree with. But by the way, uh, in total numbers, Canadian firefighters have been decreasing for 30 years, despite the climate change hysteria. Oh. In any event, hmm. uh, ozone is natural, and uh, I, I, I resent being lectured uh, at 10.15 every night that we really have a... You're really smelling a lot of ozone. Hmm. Okay. I, I f- I'm going to observe when I when I go out. I'm going to... Do I smell I found, something uh, different? I found two things here. Exposure to ozone could cause headache, coughing, dry throat, shortness of breath, a heavy feeling in the chest and fluid in the lungs. But on the positive side, what does it smell like? An effervescent and slightly sharp aroma that leans on the clean side. Yeah. It's a marine character is reminiscent of a cool ocean breeze. Thank you. Huh. It always reminds me of lakes. Yeah. Okay. It always reminds me Which of lakes. Which do have a, a pleasant smell to them. Mm-hmm. Like, except for the one I live next to. And it's not just in urban areas. That's another convenience. Uh, the closer you get to the tallest buildings in this country, the uh, meteorologists can lay on extra layers of climate change hysteria to make you think yes. that these horrible buildings built by capitalists and all this asphalt are, the res- are causing the ozone. That's not true. Uh, high ambient ozone concentrations can and do occur everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're not limited to big cities like L.A., Houston, Atlanta, and New York. They're formed in smaller cities. They get transported. Uh, the ozone gets transported downwind, on and on and on. And that's why if you're up in the Brainerd Lakes area and you get that beautiful lake smell, continue to tell yourself it's a lake smell and don't worry about the bleeping ozone. Even going the other way, we're, 
for a while in the 80s, maybe 90s, Weren't there ozone machines that you could buy and put in your house to that's make a, that's that? That's a good question. I, I think there I was. I seem to remember that. Ozone, ozone machines. Ozone machines? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll Google it. Yeah. We have explorers that uh, ostensibly were headed for the Titanic. Uh, it's become a big, big story. Oh, hold on, Joe. They're really expensive. Ozone machines? $329 and up. Yeah. Well, and what do you get? What what, uh, do, you, what's a, what do they it, produce? It looks like it's about the size of a concrete block, and uh, it makes ozone, ozone generators. Huh. So ozone is desirable? That'll clean up that dirty stink coming from your bathroom. Hmm. Gross. Anyway. We have a 21-foot, uh, to me, it looks like a homemade submarine. Yeah. I don't know how they fit that many people in that thing. Uh, driven by PlayStation controls, which I find absurd. <laughs> Play, PlayStation 3 wireless. The company that, PlayStation. The company that made it uh, was sued by a former employee who tried to blow the whistle, and they fired him. It's been down there successfully before. Mm-hmm. And one amateur theory that I have is that it probably reached its limits of degradation. It, it probably reached its limits of withstanding pressure that often. So on this ill-fated Jeez. trip, it might not have been capable of withstanding the pressure. It just was beat down, rode hard, put away yeah, wet? Yeah, exactly. So I watched a 20-minute video this morning by a nerd and learned a lot about this thing. It was made by wrapping carbon fiber yes. tape. Yes. Around a big drum before it was finally sealed up. Um, it, why why it, would they think that? Well, obviously, it was not, it did not implode on previous trips. The experts, so called experts that are running it, aren't middle aged guys that have submarine experience, say, from the military or whatever, because in the owner's words, 50 year old men do not inspire the younger generation. So he went to college, recent college graduates that have no submarine experience, hired them and taught them what they needed to know. Well, how's this for submarine experience? It's the Titanic rests at a depth greater than what our nuclear submarines can achieve. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Wow. Repeat that again. Our nuclear submarines cannot go as deep as the Titanic lies. Oh, wow. Two and a half miles. Oh, they wow. cannot. Wow. Because oh. they run out of gas. No. See, they're <laughs> nuclear. I got it. <laughs> but I, I found Put something them. very helpful uh, in the paper. Because we're all wondering... Uh, what that pressure must feel like. Oh, right? Yeah. And this is from Jesus Jimenez, Jenny Gross, and Alan Yuhas from the New York Times. It was on the propaganda page of yesterday's Tribune. I fully intended to get to it yesterday, but by the time I got done being prodded and poked, I couldn't get here. Good call. Well, here, in case you want to know, I find this very helpful. You ready? (laughs) A submersible traveling down to the Titanic faces soaring, crushing pressure during its long descent. At the ship's resting place, the weight of the icy ocean pressing down would be equal to a tower of solid lead overhead rising to the height of the Empire State Building. Oh, wow. So they did the box of paper clips in the Olympic swimming pool thing. Yeah, yeah. 
that doesn't help me. This is offered. This is the New York Times. You, this is not helpful. I can't imagine a tower of lead overhead rising to the height of the Empire State Building. Does that mean the tower of lead that I'm supposed to imagine rises to the height of the Empire State Building above the ocean? No. This is the the pre. Oh, here I, I can I can fix this. I didn't need that paragraph. I'm very aware, logically, that twelve thousand feet deep would exert a lot of pressure. I would say it's comparable to something the height of the uh, what did you say it was? What building? Empire State Building. Full of lead. That that would be the weight that it's comparable to. Correct. No, it's yeah. a, it would be huh? more than that. It's a tower of lead on top of which is the Empire State Building. You see why they've caused okay, trouble why, with this paragraph? Well, then why doesn't everything just yeah. explode? That much pressure would... There's nothing down there to explode. There's got to be fish or something. Well, they don't explode, Matt. The boat, the, <laughs> Which is what I'm asking. Half how, the how Titanic they, is down there. How do they there? exist? How do it know? How, how, how does that creature withstand that pressure? Well, because they're fish. Do you know about no, the seven? I, I don't accept that. Do you know about the seventeen bolts? <laughs> What's yeah. that? They popped. Your own the the your only the only way to get in and out of this thing is through a hatch. Oh, I thought you meant the seventeen <clears throat> bolts that popped on the Titanic. Oh no, it the might seven have been more than seventeen. The seventeen bolts they screw in or they um, insert from the outside of the hatch. Yeah, nobody can. You can't get out of this homemade cardboard submarine unless somebody unbolts you. Uh, Johnny, oh, Johnny, how does that make you feel? Uh, that makes me. Feel, I'm not even listening now. Now that we're not be a Johnny trip. We learned about these sealed hatches way back in Apollo One, mm -hmm. when they were doing some testing on the on the uh, ramp there, and Apollo One started on fire, and the astronauts were not able to get out. Right. Right. So we learned that lesson back in the '60s. Gus Grissom. Say, my new garage door guy isn't a guy. It's the whole family. It's a family-owned business. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities. I guarantee you they'll be coming over to my house before winter. And this is June 21st. So for me, winter starts tomorrow because yeah, I'm know. a member of the Royal You're Order of 21st. These are pros. They're going to save me and you from a very bad situation. You want to come out in the morning and discover that the garage door won't open because you can't lift the damn thing unless it's one of those cheapos. And that's a, you don't even want that kind. No. They'll put a new door on. They do rollers, springs. They'll pair your opener to your phone. They'll do whatever you need. They do it right. They do it correctly, and they get it done so they don't have to keep returning to take care of you. They can be reached 24-7, but not a lot of people call the garage door company at 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning. I'd, I'd cut them some slack. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Get over here now! <laughs> but their visits on weekends are not an extra charge. So they serve the metro and western Wisconsin. Uh, you're thinking of improving your curb appeal, they'll provide you a selection of new doors to choose from. Uh, I would suggest calling Precision Garage Door Twin Cities at 651-355-1714. Wait a minute. Shoot. What? I got two numbers written down here. Don't forget that number. <laughs> forget that number. Do the other number. I think it's 866 458 
three four one two. Well, they've got yeah eight six six. They're going to be okay. Eight six. Are you looking it up? Eight nine four. Call the doctor. Reavers, get the doctor on. That's a completely different number than I just read. Not a lot of look at their website. Give the Precision Garage Door number again, please. It is eight six six eight nine four. Zero three five zero. How about their website? Uh, their website, uh, precisiondoormn.com. I got two wrong numbers here. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to watch you the rest of the show. <laughs> you know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times, and that's why you need the best, and also somebody that you can trust, and that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts, and he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. Not a Garage Logic Town Council member. Here's what you're missing. So I've avoided it for seven weeks, but today I bought my first pack of gum. And read the uh, email from the sales no. guy, Ron. Yeah, I talked to him about it. His name isn't Ron. For $100. His last name's Ron. Well, um, I got that right. You did. <laughs> so I've discovered what chewing gum does. Nothing. It makes you cocky. Because you got this. Hey, how you, how you hey. doing, huh? You, know, makes you, you, you got a problem? Hey, hey, old man. You gonna step up? You want to dance, old man? Yeah. Let's go. You see that with a lot of uh, youth baseball coaches, Kenny. They do the, the gum chewing. Chewing hey, the gum. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey watch hey. a pitch here. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. Oh, here's a guy that forgot a liner. Yeah, he's all right. Let's go right over here. Get one of these. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushuli. GLers, GLers, put in a good word for me. Today might be the last day I talk about uh, Liberty Safe and Maple Grove Lock and Safe. I've got a big meeting tomorrow morning. Uh, and there's a savings a sale, like always. There's always a sale at the Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Um, but it's pretty big this time. Go to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Link up to the Liberty Safe website, and you're going to discover that all online orders are 10% off everything. But beyond that, back at the store, Maple, back at the store, Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, there's progressive savings going all month long. The more you spend, the more you save. It's in the form of both instant and mail in rebates. You starting here, you spend 1099 you save a hundred bucks. The savings go all the way up to you spending eight grand, 500 or more and saving 700 bucks. Liberty Safe, the best one. Made in the USA by us, Americans, using materials procured in this country, the United States. They have lifetime transferable warranties. That's a big deal. It's pretty cool. It's a nice deal from Liberty Safe and Maple Grove Lock and Safe. When you're there, you're going to be talking to Rich, the owner. Ask him about delivery and safe, uh, delivery and safe setup. Again, the website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Do you recall we had Julie on? Julie was mugged while walking sure. to the Guthrie. Mm-hmm. 
And I got a note for her, and she writes, My dear Mayor, since I'm sure this happens very rarely, I'm sorry to inform you that you were wrong on Monday's podcast. The Kansas City Royals are participating in Pride Month activities, just like the Twins, Dodgers, and probably every other MLB team. They held their event on June 16. Details are available via this link. And then she linked me to it. Pushing back in Minneapolis, Julie B. P.S., I spoke with you three weeks ago. It's three weeks ago already? Wow. Uh, about being assaulted in my neighborhood. My injuries have mostly healed, but my voice is still off. It sounds like I have a cold and I can't sing like I used to. This annoyed me at my uncle's funeral over the weekend and also at the Twins game last night when I tried to join in on Take Me Out to the Ball Game. I haven't heard an update from the police recently, but I'll let you know if and when I hear about any arrests. Uh, well, unfortunately, Julia, you probably won't hear about any arrests. And I got a nice note from, uh, who's this from? Kelly, uh, under the big top, Chautauqua, Bayfield, Wisconsin. She was there for Jeff Dayton. There was a gathering of GLers in the merchandise tent after the show, all hmm. discussing the podcast with Jeff and about Jeff. Isn't that great? Cool. Kelly, yeah. under the big top, she saw. And uh, Jeff has already contacted me, uh, and I've uh, certainly invited him to spend as much time with us at the fair nice. as he can. And is he, cool. remind me, you said he is or is not performing? He is. What Do you know when and where? No, I don't. Gotcha. And if only I had somebody to do that kind of fair work. <laughs> hmm. Well, you were in communication with him. I didn't know if well, he had mentioned Well, he emailed me, and you sure. knuckleheads didn't email him back, so I did. You didn't see the email? He must have just emailed you. Target Corporation can't win, can they? Huh. No. Uh, the mighty and fearless Keith Ellison has joined a coalition of 15 attorneys general from around the country expressing concern over Target's decision to remove some pride items from store shelves. That's... How do we, we choose? Why is it up to really? an attorney general what kind of clothes Target should sell? That should never be. Do never I have the issue. right to have a certain shirt sold at Target? No. No. In the letter to CEO Brian Cornell, which was co-led by Ellison and Massachusetts Attorney General Andrea Joy Campbell, the coalition commended Target for making decisions to keep workers and staff safe, but also expressed concern over the Minneapolis-based retailer removing pride items from store shelves. Express How do we concern. choose? Interesting. We understand Target recently pulled some Pride merchandise from its shelves out of concern for worker and customer safety, the letter said. While we understand the basis for this action, we are also concerned it sends a message that those who engage in hateful and disruptive conduct can cause even large corporations to succumb to their bullying and that they have the power to determine when LGBTQIA plus 3456789ZTQ plus DY <laughs> consumers will feel comfortable in Target. If I might take an amateur uh, attempt to interpret that, it sounds to me like the attorney generals are saying, we don't care if you got threats. Leave that stuff in there. Back in May, Target said to remove some pride items from stores because of threats impacting our team members sense of safety and well-being. 
Target also confirmed it moved Pride merchandise from the front of the stores to the back in some southern locations after confrontations and backlash from shoppers in those areas. As we see it, Target has been the victim of potentially criminal acts in response to which we encourage you to reach out to responsible authorities, the letter to Cornell said, which is also signed by attorneys general in Arizona, California, Connecticut, Delaware, the District of Columbia, Illinois, Maine, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. The coalition urged Cornell and Target to be mindful of its obligations. So the attorney generals of, of these states are telling the head of a private or a publicly traded company, private sector company, what their obligations are in terms of what they sell. Pretty bold. Uh, this Cornell uh, can't win. Uh, uh, be mindful of your obligations as it makes decisions as how to respond to backlash against its pride merchandise, adding if Target again finds itself facing anti-alphabet harassment, we are ready, willing, and able to work with you in the spirit of progress, inclusivity, and equality. This whole thing has gotten out of hand. It's absurd. It's preposterous. And this country just sits back and watches as the LGBTQIA, 15 other letters and numbers, maintains this veneer of victimhood and marginalization. They are desperate for it. it what, it's what keeps them alive. It gives them political identity. It's B as in B, S as in S. Target, I don't know what to say about Target. Target can sell whatever they want to sell. I gave them a hard time for, for some of the decisions there diversity director has made, such right. as contributing money to groups that want to abolish, uh, what the hell is it, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, if you want to sell some goofy dress or something, I don't care. And and the people complaining got to calm down, too. You just walk by it and don't buy it. Don't be offended. But this idea, or also take it a step further. Don't if you don't want to spend your money there, then you have that option as well. Do what I've been doing. I've been boycotting Target for about ten years for no reason in general. Just don't like going there. Exactly. Yeah, it's real easy, and I haven't told anybody either. But this is this is tantamount to the attorney's general telling the CEO of Target. What he must sell. Okay. And I don't think I'm off base in seeing and where it should be displayed in the store. Yeah. And what you're getting into is what I fear the most. How far are we away from them demanding that retailers sell certain items? This you know is I, that. You're not far away at all. No, I mean, no, they're getting in trouble because they're moving or removing some items. How far away are we from government giving them a giving any general retailer a list of what they need to sell that's the kind of paranoia i deal with every day right I here don't right up think, here i don't think you're far away from that at all johnny you've got to disagree with me i'm trying to i uh, i do i'm not sure i even agree with joe on the gist of this story <laughs> well here <laughs> because well, before they're you go on target here before you go yeah, on, it's, yo, they're patting him on the back and then slapping him in the face. Yeah, yeah, and they're and they're saying if you feel you've been 
the victim of potentially criminal acts then come see us. For yeah. instance, the people who are tearing down displays and that kind of stuff. Which should not happen. Yeah. But, John, you're blind if you don't think that... Uh, uh, it's oh. not an actual lawsuit, is it, Joe? No, it's just no, them. no. It's just them making notice or whatever. It's just letting them know that they're on the side of the yeah. LGBT few, 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 few community. We've got our eyes on you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, next thing you know, they'll try to come up with a program for hate speech being cataloged. You might have a. Hey you might have to have that in the state legislature. Yeah. But what do I have a right to tell Target what shirts I want available? No, Target doesn't no. care. Target doesn't care if you do. Well, I think, but, yeah, okay, well, never mind. <laughs> Isn't that what the attorney generals are doing? Nobody saying nobody has a right to tell Target what to do. Have you ever In bought a, a shirt or something at Target and you're wearing it out no. and then you see some dude wearing the same no. shirt and the guy's not, uh, you know, he's not as good looking as you may be, uh, and you just throw away the shirt and you never wear it out in public again. <laughs> so that that's what concerns me. John, I, I think you're uh, you're uh, murdering to dissect here. I think what's happening here is that the attorney generals are saying, uh, keep it up, sell the pride stuff, and call the cops if you have to. Yeah, well, I, I, but, I agree. That is but there, but this is this is the equivalent of them saying to Target, we fully expect you to stock pride merchandise. In the name of inclusivity, that's, we expect it. I, I don't that's see, what we see that fear. statement. I'm sorry, well, but that's then just, I, then I well, think. But then, John, I, I, then, John, then why are they doing it in the first then place? Why the letter? Well, there, the letter is to tell them that if they face harassment, like they were, like well, you don't think was. they're smart enough to know that. You don't think <laughs> Cornell told his store operators, "Look, if you people in Roanoke get hassled, call the cops." You think no, they needed 15 I, attorneys general to remind the CEO of Target? I don't, I don't, no. Okay, well, what they were doing was using the opportunity to endorse Target, making sure they sold Pride merchandise. They didn't even like the fact that in some locations, the merchandise was moved out of sight of the front of the store. Okay. Here. The products. Targeted, John, a lot of times you win, but you you can't win this one. <laughs> the 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 products target is withdrawing are being removed from all U.S. stores and from its website. While various Pride Collection products are under review, the only ones now being removed are LGBTQ brand Ab Peralin, which has come under scrutiny for its association with a British designer, Eric Carnell. Now listen to this: Carnell has faced social media backlash for designing merchandise with images of pentagrams, horned skulls, and other satanic products. Right. So his line of BS is the only stuff that's being removed. Good. A lot of the other stuff is just being relocated into the, in the store to less visible areas. To more shady areas of the store? Target is going to bend over backwards. <laughs> the seedy fitting room? Target. We, Target's already shown us their cards. They're very... Regressive. Because we don't use the word woke. We try right. not to. Right. They're very regressive. So they've they've already shown us that. They're going to do whatever they well, have to do to make sure that they're loved by the local news channels. Or they're just trying to sell stuff Fine. and they found a market and that's who they're selling it to. Okay, I'll even accept that. Yeah. But, but 
This is the government telling them that, that's, what they expect. This, this is they dangerous. might not be telling them, you better sell this stuff. They're sure making it clear that's what they expect. See, I don't know if they're doing that as much as they're just saying, in, without saying it. They're saying it without saying it. We're watching you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, now, do you remember why Target got involved and, and said they were removing some stuff originally? Because, because of employees threats. were yeah, employees. getting beat up and stuff, yeah. yeah. Which I think is as, is absurd as the merchandise itself. How so can you, you not walk think, by it and just go, huh, okay, yeah. and then keep well, going? Well, that's we what, I, that's what I don't get. <laughs> we all saw the videos of people tearing it down. Well, in a perfect, yeah. in a perfect world, that's right. exactly what would happen, but we live in a divided country. You're talking about right. me walking by exactly. it going, huh, yeah, yeah. No, it's even better than that. Uh, I, like you, boy, boycott Target. Not intentionally. Right. I just don't go there. I don't like right. stores. Yep. <laughs> Everything I need is either at Fleet Farm, Menards, or Ho- Ho- Harbor Freight, Hobo Freight. I put Hobo this under the category, too, of doesn't the Attorney General have better things to do? I would well, agree well, with Chris on that. You would think. Yes. I mean, but I don't know if just, you guys know this, but we, we got some issues here in in Minnesota, he's just—he's just signing on to what others uh, attorneys general are doing around the country. No, as a matter of fact, he was the lead. Oh, he author was. of the letter. Oh, I, I didn't realize he, that. He, it may have been generated by his office, and uh, well, we know his motivation. Headlines. Mm. Oh, uh, of course. But speaking of that, thank you for reminding me, Kenny. Whatever became of the lawsuit. Which, Which one? one? He's got so many cooking. The, uh, the one that we had, we at least spent two episodes on when he went after Fleet Farm. Oh, right. I don't For know what? that anything became this. of it. We well, talked, yeah, what, uh, what wasn't it? Uh, um, it was, it was firearms I think it had related. something to do with selling firearms legally to people who later turned out to be straw buyers. So that's right. Oh, if I remember right. I think you're right, yep. But again, it was just another instance of him grabbing headlines. And grandstanding yeah, for the post for the purposes of political gain. The, the funny part about this is far be it for me to uh, defend anything Keith Ellison's doing, because, uh, you know, even what people think of me on this show, I certainly have never been a Keith Ellison fan, so I'm not trying to defend him. I just think... Oh, uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> tell it like it is, John. <laughs> but, but what? Well, I just think uh, this is uh, the attorneys generals, like you said, general attorneys general. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know how it is. Yeah. Making a making thanks, uh, Clem. Making uh, something to get in the headlines, but you know I don't what? see them threatening Target it's with it. Joe, they're learning from the NFL. Nobody can keep no, their name no. in the news better than the NFL. John, let it's, me try yeah, it again. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the Target has clearly positioned itself <laughs> as a very DFL-friendly entity. Would you agree with that? Uh, I t- no, I, okay, I don't. Well, you're no, wrong. I, you know. So they they they. <laughs> And, and and they were among the first probably uh, outlets in the country to uh, take this merchandise on board. And then when they saw that it faltered, they, they made some adjustments, had to move it out of the store or eliminate some of it. And so here's the attorney general of Minnesota who is, in essence, whether you like to admit it or not, he's chastising Target, saying your support for LGBT isn't enough. We want we want you to, and he's. Be, and they're very careful about it. They're very shrewd. They're patting them on the back. We know you're supporters of inclusive inclusivity, but really now, uh, don't don't let these uh, don't let these scares uh, 
uh, frighten you away from providing all the merchandise possible for LGBTQPP. Yeah. I, I, I don't read it that way. Sooch. I do. I'm sorry. I do. I don't. And I also, by the way, if you walk into Walmart, guess what? Hmm. You're going to see the same stuff. Well, that's yeah. another that's one I boycott. Uh, intentionally, I just don't go there. The further you dig in your heels, the more I'm finding myself on the side of John Height because I just searched. Whoa, welcome bib. to Camo, Commie <laughs> Town. Yeah. I just searched bib overalls, Target. Turns out I can go to Target and get a pair of bib overalls. Yeah, but what color are they? <laughs> rainbow. Rainbow, rainbow bib overalls? And I would argue traditionally that bib overalls are not something the LGBTQ part um, people go after. Well, you're, you're probably right. You'll recall I got a note from a fellow who met his daughter at EcoFun, and they bought her an e-bike oh, yeah. for Duluth, where she was powering the hills, and they were thinking, uh, we like these. Well, sure enough, here's a follow-up. To an email I sent a week ago about buying a Scoot Star e-bike from Kalen for our Duluth daughter. Sure enough, my wife didn't want to be left out, so today she got an identical bike from Kalen. Kalen does a nice job, John Harrington in Stillwater. This was dated Saturday. So over the weekend, the Harringtons from Stillwater went to EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and got a Scoot Star e-bike. There are uh, many e-bikes in stock and on sale. And they uh, they have a giant parking lot at the store in Forest Lake. It's on Highway 97, just west of 35. There's plenty of room out there to take a demonstration ride on whatever kind you want. And Kaylin Bloom, Tim's daughter, is a world-renowned expert on e-bikes. She's flown around the country to give seminars. So you'll leave there with the correct e-bike. You can take test drives. They also have the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures, great motorcycles, uh, youth recreational equipment. They just have fantastic stuff, service and apparel and helmets. They're in Forest Lake. It's on sale. The stuff's on sale in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just west of 35, and in Burnsville. Opened last summer in Burnsville on the, on the service road of life near County Road 42. All right, here we go. Tomorrow is the first day of summer, and guys, it's time to get in shape and stay in shape. And our sponsor, Nugenics Total Tea, is offering a complimentary bottle when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. You know, you remember back when winning really felt easy? Well, that's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. What some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone, wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step? Well, if you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, Nugenics Total Tea testosterone testosterone booster with testafin is going to help you turn back the clock re-energize your workouts and get you better results at the gym and help you look and feel like the man that you really want to be nugenics total tea contains man boosting key ingredients like testafin it has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men nugenics total tea is also the number one selling testosterone booster at gnc now get a complimentary bottle of nugenics total tea when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage text right now and get Get a bottle.
bottle of Nugenics Thermal, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. In 2006, some really smart people came together and decided that they were going to... uh execute some wonderful gestures, and that is what they've been doing at Minnesota Masonic Charities, mnmasoniccharities.org. I want you, I'm asking you to go to their website so that you can learn more about the wonderful, wonderful acts that they do. Now, in 2023, the Masonic Scholars, they had a wonderful scholarship program. Over 500 applicants, 86 awards were given, six signature scholarships. Go and check out what they have. Signature scholars, legacy scholars, heritage scholars, undergraduates. These are kids that are local kids, outstate kids, college kids, etc. It's a wonderful, wonderful program. You might want to poke around the website uh, under scholarships to find out what's available for 2024. It's easy to do. It's easy to learn about what scholarships, how you qualify, mnmasoniccharities.org. Again, these guys are garage logicians. They're sitting around in the garage wondering how they can give away these piles of money that they have to good people and reward them and to pay it forward. So if you'd like to learn more, call 952-948-6200, 952-948-6200, or GL, let's just go to their website, mnmasoniccharities.org, and get educated. Truth, Justice, and the Souchere. One of our original marketing partners, DK Mags, little gun shop that could. They've been kicking it on Old 8 New Brighton since 1999. Experienced staff, good selection, fair prices. Here's how it went down. In the early days, we were worried about getting clients. The sales guy comes to me and said, eh, gun shop? And I said, oh, yeah, DK Mags. I just went there on the advice of a gal who was just getting into firearms, she went up there and was treated very respectfully, and the staff was absolutely awesome with her, and they had the firearm she was looking for. Well, that made my decision easy. I went up there, I ordered something, it came in, and it was great, and they've been my metro area gun shop ever since. Uh, whatever you're looking for, they can help you find it, whether it's in-store or on there website or elsewhere uh, they can order it have it delivered there and uh, you can pick it up no big problems they can also buy a firearm from from you either one or your whole arsenal if you want to get rid of it they can also store your firearms for you uh, for a day for a weekend for a year it doesn't matter it's safe secure and you can get them out of the house out of out of your life and dk mags will take care of you monticello pawn and gun also part of the dk mags family uh, not only do they buy and sell firearms, they also buy and sell everything else. A cool little shop, fun place to go. Monticello Pawn and Gun, DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton. Check them out on the web, dkmags.com. Here is Mr. John Height. Uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, before I get to news, I did do some research on our buddy, Mr. Jeff Dayton. Yes. And it appears, and I think uh, we don't mind saying this, he will be on the Bob FM stage at the fair and it looks like that will be Monday, August 28th. That's uh, where he is performing at. They have a stage where they do performances. Well, why wouldn't it also be listed that he'll be on the Garage Logic stage? He, he actually does have that listed on his website. Oh, okay, he just great. doesn't. He doesn't have a date or a time. Well, I and told now, him any time, you know. Uh, 
that week he's also very busy because August 23rd, he's playing at Lord Fletcher's. Oh, really? What a nice fun. night that would oh, be. Oh, boy. Drive by boat and listen to Dayton. Yeah. Yep. John, what day is August 25? Uh, 25 would be, uh, I got a calendar right here, Joe. It would be Friday. Oh, That's, my I, God. He's joining us for sure on Friday, August 25 at the fair. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll and, be festive. Uh, I'll just hitch a ride with him to Lord Fletcher's. No, he's at Lord Fletcher's, John said, on the 23rd. <laughs> two, oh, two nights I, before. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, on a Wednesday night. He'll if be you're alone. out he's Minnetonka all... way and you got yourself a boat, uh, I'd make plans for that right now. It'd be perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he also is playing, and I can't read my own writing, but that same week in Hastings at the Civic River Amphitheater, which I'm sure is also a glorious place to yep. play, yep. I would think, right along the... Uh, Mississippi there. So yep. Jeff will be around that week everywhere, including yep. with us. Yep. Okay. Uh, moving right along then in the news, a search warrant filed the night of the crash that killed five young women in South Minneapolis reveals the alleged driver had rented a car less than a half an hour before that collision. The Minnesota state trooper who applied for the warrant said his radar clocked the Cadillac Escalade driving 95 miles an hour on Interstate 35W at 10.09 p.m. While following at a distance, the trooper witnessed the Cadillac veer from the far left lane to the right side of the highway to exit at 34th Street, uh, 31st Street. The Cadillac drove through the intersection at 31st Street at a high rate of speed, continued up 2nd Avenue onto Lake Street, running through a red light and smashing into the driver's side of a Honda Civic. All five victims inside the Honda pronounced dead at the scene. According to the warrant, the suspect driver of the Cadillac, 27-year-old Derek John Thompson ran from the scene. He was at a Taco Bell a block away. He was sweaty and out of breath and had suffered a broken hip and a laceration Ooh. on his head. A couple of things. Uh, one, it'll be we're still awaiting how Mary Moriality will charge him. Mm-hmm. We, will, we will wait longer, too. 24-hour extension. Oh, yeah, really? They do it before noon today, but they gave them a 24-hour extension. Could it be third-degree murder or vehicular They're homicide? awaiting toxicology reports, correct, Johnny? That's what uh, it appeared to be, yes. What, why would that change things, though, if he was impaired? One would get you 50 years. Well, I mean, the charges are different. One would get you 50 years, and one would get you far less than that. 15, did I read? Yeah, and out, and well, this lifelong criminal has been released from every punishment he ever faced. Because we still don't know exactly how much time he served in California for yeah. the other charges. Three years. Supposed to be, supposed yeah, to be eight. Get, supposed to be eight, and he served about three he got out in January of this year. Okay. Now, he, second point. Go ahead, Kenny. Did he pass any troopers? I, I don't understand yes. the reason for the aggressive driving once he, off the freeway. He was. He he passed a trooper who was going the speed limit, and he was going ninety five miles an hour, mm-hmm. and the uh, trooper did not have the ability to keep up because of the speed, and nor did he. Correct. C- that is correct. Correct. He, Here's he, why he, this... he witnessed him, but he didn't follow him in in an act of uh, that is absolutely despicable and foul the typical activist groups in minneapolis are contending that this is all the result of a police chase no it wasn't and they had a uh, they tried to drum up a protest on the steps of the capitol to end so in other words if you're a black activist and your ideology cannot be saved you've been so thoroughly corrupted you you can look at this and you're trying to figure out a way to blame the police. Mm-hmm. You got to blame Derek Thompson, and 
It has nothing to do with a police chase. And you're contending that, posters on Twitter and this and that and the other thing. That is a foul, despicable lie. You are liars. You activists are liars. I'd, I'd like to know who was behind that. Can you find that out? I mean, I, I can. I only saw the one um, social media post that was shared extensively, but, but I couldn't you, find this, a source. This knee-jerk lie that this must be the fault of Whitey. Give me a bleeping break. Here's the other question that I'm I'm wondering, and I asked you this before the show, Joe. A, how do you rent a car? Okay, he had a license. How the hell did he have a, a Minnesota issued driver's license? Well, we can go through that. Uh, I, I have a different thought completely careening into my mind. Uh, I guess it's not entirely off topic. Uh, the reparations talk is heating up in the Twin Cities. And I have a question about reparations. Let's say you give some uh, black family or a black man or a woman, I don't know how much they're going to get if they get anything. Let's say you get a hundred grand. Okay. What if, what if, is the expectation that the hundred grand would be then magically turned into some sort of generational wealth that would be passed down in that man or woman's family? And if not, then what? What do you, what do you use? So let's say the hundred grand disappears. The guy goes and buys 14 color televisions and a new truck. Okay. I'm not being facetious. Mm -hmm. What have you accomplished? And then what do you do? Do you have to do it again? Yeah, the next generation, what happens then? Yeah, because you didn't... Yeah. What? I'll have more on that well, when my thoughts settle down. Okay, but if we had someone that was a slave living, I understand. There, I there understand. are no former slaves alive. So we have... 100% discontinued Probably slavery. lost our last slave in about what? 1938. I'm just yeah, guessing. Probably. Whimsically. Yeah. I mean, we've lost our last slave. I never now. owned one, nor did my people who no. came to this country. Mine were in Europe. Yeah. Uh, I have a videotape here. Uh, no, that's easy top. Uh, I mean, what would John, Derek <laughs> Thompson, again, not being facetious, what would the John Thompson family do? With the money, bail them out. I gotta. Is there been a uh, history of responsibility there? Uh, financial discipline, uh, yeah, a way line? to build future generational wealth, or would it be squandered in about three and a half minutes? Well, like he that. was building, and I'm talking about Derek. Um, he was building his business both in California here in Minnesota. Well, that's as, true, as evidenced yeah. by all the and marijuana is now legal. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and he had the twenty grand in cash. In the previous accident. That goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah, it goes a long way. Anyway, I'm sorry, John, I got rambling there. But why was he issued a a driver's license? We need to get to the bottom of that. Because the state, if you fulfill certain things, you get your license. Yeah, it's been gotten to the bottom of, Chris. You can find literally hundreds of cases like this, where there were accidents caused by drunk drivers, by people speeding and drunk, and all they need to do is... Get, they can get their license back after all the charges are done, take care of whether they went to jail, etc. I have an interview um, that was recorded in 1941 with an ex-slave. So okay, we got. I was pretty so close at 38. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Minnesota will have to wait for another opportunity to host the World Expo. Oh, no. We didn't we get lost to freaking Serbia. You know <laughs> what? What a blessing. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. This morning, a vote was held in Paris, France, to choose the location for the 2027 World Expo, in which Minnesota was up against four other locations around the world. Ultimately, Belgrade, Serbia won the vote with 81 votes. Malaga, Spain came in second with 70 votes. Minnesota came in third, beating out Phuket in Thailand and San Carlos de Beraloche in Argentina. The three-month-long event was expected, according to uh, officials here, to bring in 14 million visitors and create 33,000 jobs. Uh, the only thing I can read, fellas, is that after Thompson's release, he moved back to Minnesota. Officials with Minnesota's Department of Public Safety confirmed Thompson's driver's license was reinstated just this March, months ago and is currently active. Mm-hmm. However, he does have a pending insurance withdrawal that begins on July 5th. I should also note that uh, Thompson was released early from prison in California due to time served while awaiting trial, and also his partic- uh, participation in California's Conservation Fire Camp program, which teaches inmates how to fight wildfires, to which I would add he didn't do a very good job. Yeah. yeah. In total, he was incarcerated in California for a little more than four years, but I'm sure among the incarceration, they're counting the time literally outdoors, pretending that he was a firefighter. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And meanwhile, he just took the lives of five innocent right. people. Five kids getting ready for their buddy's wedding the next day. Claims made under a state negligence law meant to make drivers whole after their cars are damaged by potholes have almost never resulted in reimbursement in the past three and a half years, according to our friends at Five Eyewitness News, who just did a story on it. In the first four months of 2023, roughly 450 Minnesotans filed pothole damage claims against MnDOT. As of Friday, two of those drivers have gotten some money back. At the end of April, MnDOT had denied about a quarter of a million dollars worth of pothole damage claims. The uh, data obtained by Five Eyewitness News revealed that between January and April, Minnesotans claimed potholes on state highways caused about $356,000 worth of damage to their cars. But MnDOT, the state agency responsible for state highway upkeep, has reimbursed about $700. MnDOT declined an interview for their story, and when asked about a financial relief for drivers in late April, a spokesperson pointed out state negligence law, which says MnDOT is only required to reimburse drivers if the pothole was previously reported and not repaired in a reasonable amount of time. Okay, that is a very slick loophole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, how many people who hit a pothole going 65 miles an hour are going to take note of the when and where and file a report? A surprising amount. Well, but the report has to be filed. Then right. the next guy that hits it, he's got to uh, file a report and hope that it hasn't been fixed. Uh, in a reasonable so, amount of time. Well, and, which and, could mean anything. Right. Yeah, that's not defined. You know, I, 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 I apologize. Earlier, um, I had made the comment about the attorney general and the likes of him that what, don't they have better things to do? Yes. And Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry is going to put me in my place here because there's breaking Uh-oh. news out of, the, uh, out of the mayor's office in Minneapolis. What does this have to do with the attorney general? Well, I had made that general assumption about people and not having better things to do. I see. Um, In a swift vote of action, Mayor Jacob Fry 
says the city of Minneapolis will officially be renamed Swiftiapolis on Friday in honor of the Taylor Swift concert oh, on no. Friday and Saturday. Oh. Swiftiapolis. Swiftiapolis. Huh? <laughs> what do you mean? Fry's announcement filled with 13 Easter egg references to Taylor Swift's songs at a news conference today. Honors the urgings of all Swifties. So, uh, Suchi, we are such wow. a joke. Such did you us? Uh, did you cut a check, or did you have to go to the credit union and <laughs> stroll out of there with about a hundred, one hundred dollar bills? How'd you pay for that Swifty thing? It's all being taken care oh of. Uh-huh. All being taken care of. We're not serious. <laughs> And on all levels, we are just not serious. <laughs> I did uh, get an email after we talked about the Attorney General, uh, and I think this sums it up, Mike Price. Uh, instead of being an advocacy person, Keith Ellison is an activist. I think that that kind yeah, of sums it up. That makes, it up. yeah. I'll say. Yeah. 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 What are you going to do in Swiftiapolis this weekend? It's going to be fun. <laughs> Back hey, to what's going on in Swiftiapolis. The funny thing about Monday um, in Royce, he reassured Such as Such was taking his last breath. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll handle the Swift thing. He did I'll, say that. I'll cut the check. If you yeah. die, I'll take care of the Swift tickets. St. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Public Schools is entering unchartered territory among Minnesota school districts with the setting yesterday of an annual budget that tops $1 billion. The 2023-24 spending plan is likely to be the first such barrier breaker for a state pre-K-12 through system and features not just a hefty infusion of state and federal aid, but also taps $34.4 million in district rainy day funds. Uh, Joe Gothard is the superintendent. He acknowledged some people might find it difficult to believe that a district getting that record amount of revenue must dip into its fund balance. But he said state funding of schools has lagged behind inflation for the past 20 years. And he says it's going to take more than one biennium to catch up and close that gap. Gothard added, our young people deserve every penny, which kind of equates to why do you hate the kids, Joe? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, John, I think you misspoke. You said billion. Oh, I did say billion, Chris. Yes, There is no checks and balances on this. There, I mean, uh-huh. think of who the school board is. Among them is that phony yep. Chantel Allen, mm-hmm. who tried to foment a fake race problem. You have complete idiots on the school board. And you have declining enrollment. Declining enrollment, so therefore we're going to up the budget, and there's no one to say, just like Walls never said it, there's no one to say, hold on a minute here, people. We're spending too much and we're spending it too quickly. Let's just slow down and back off here and take a a wider look at the big picture. They don't do that. They're adult children and we're we're being ruined by them. They're not responsible people. But we need to fully fund education. There's no such thing to these people. There is no such thing as fully funded. Hmm. Well, there Joe goes hating the kids again. I do. I I don't like kids. Why don't we uh, take a quick break here and uh, hear from Mr. Reavers? You know, if you want to fully fund yourself, get in touch with my friends at North American Banking Company. It's because they're the best. They take the time to get to know you. Every time that I go into my location, which is in Roseville, by the way, they greet me by my first name and they are ready to help me. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I've been a large banker for a long time, but not now. Now I'm 
fully on board with North American Banking Company. They first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. While not a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, you know what? They live by it. They invest in people, businesses, and organizations that make the Twin Cities a great place to live. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities, not shipped out of state. And this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. And they offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the service of a community bank. So do me a favor, get in touch with them right now. Uh, You can reach them online at nabankco.com. That's their website. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Ricey for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with populations over 2,500. That doesn't include Fulda, by the way. But anyway, uh, the Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of these. Why is that fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 16 insurance companies for a reason, to match your specific situation, including two-year zip codes, with the absolute best insurance company for you. This is done for you annually because your specific situation may change. It is also true that the insurance company's appetite might change as well when you only have one option. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients with peace of mind, knowing that the Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com today. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. <clears throat> Joe Souchere. Jugs everywhere. I'm talking bugs uh-huh. be gone. Jugs everywhere. Got one in the pickup, the roommate's crap can, the son's truck, the plow truck. That's being used by the wrenching nephews. You got to keep a jug with you in the vehicle. Put it right in the door pocket. Fits in there nicely. So then when you roll up to the gas station, the first thing you do before anything, spray it on the windshield. And then once the pump is pumping... Clean the windshield as usual. Please shut up while I'm doing an ad. I don't do this to you. Why do you do it to me? Uh, and once you clean the, clean the windshield as usual, Viola, the bugs are gone. All of this courtesy of our pals at Seafoam, it easily solves the hassle of scrubbing bugs. You just spray it on. It breaks up the sticky bond. A few minutes later, you wash it off. Boom. Gone. Safe with all finishes. Non-toxic, water-based formula. And it leaves no film, residue, or haze when it dries. You can use it anywhere. Anywhere that it's organic, like campers, uh, motorcycles, boat services. That crap that falls from the tree leaves a little whatever on your car. That'll wash away. It's It's wonderful. Just another wonderful product for our vehicles from the fine folks at the Seafoam. I'm having a bad cartoon bubble about Kenny's nephews. I'm seeing Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> These kids now, no, actually, they're really, really bright. Uh, and the, they've become so knowledgeable in the way that engines work that... Um, Did your hair stick straight up? No, no. I bring my stuff to them. I bring my stuff to them. 
And I have found myself asking them for advice on how to fix certain things. Really? Yeah. Uh, they're seniors. They're going to be seniors in high school. They've already got their college lined nice. up. Um, and there's nothing they can't fix or build. It's, Rook, it's, you got a plow truck? It's amazing. I don't. Okay. You used to. I I didn't own it. I just oh. used it. They're, yeah, of other... the, they're of this crowd that they've got a mini bike that used to be a little piece of crap, but it had disc brakes and suspension. And they took the little two, uh, two, three horsepower engine out of it, and they bought some high-performance four-stroke engine. They fabbed up a motor plate. They fabbed up everything. They're putting that thing in there, and, and they're going to rock it around. They put like a 12-horse motor on a go-kart that should have a three-horse motor. Oh, this thing does, don't wow. tell their, don't tell mom. Yeah. This thing does about 45 miles an hour. Ooh. Does mom <laughs> kick them out for the summer and they move up here? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're from Austin, Texas. And mom is an old school mom where she'll say, uh, be home before the streetlights come on. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, just get out of the house. Yeah. You're driving me crazy. Yeah. yeah. In other news, this broke yesterday uh, midday, but we, uh, we didn't do a show, obviously, yesterday. So let's do it today. Hunter Biden has reached a tentative agreement with federal prosecutors to plead guilty to two minor tax crimes and admit to the facts of a gun charge under terms that will likely keep him out of jail. Any proposed plea deal would have to be approved by a federal judge. Both the prosecutors and defense counsel have requested a court hearing at which he will apparently enter his plea. And the court papers indicate he will uh, has tentatively agreed to plead guilty to the two misdemeanor tax charges of failure to pay in 2017 and 2018. The combined tax liability about $1.2 million over those years. Prosecutors plan to recommend a sentence of probation for those counts. Biden's representatives said he previously paid back the IRS what he owed. The defendant has agreed, this is according to a letter, to plead guilty to both counts of the tax information. The second criminal info is about the gun charge. In that case, the letter says the defendant has agreed to enter a pretrial diversion agreement with respect to the firearm information. Handling the gun charge as a diversion case means that Biden will not technically be pleading guilty to that crime. Diversion is an option typically applied to nonviolent offenders with substance abuse problems. In all, prosecutors will recommend two years of probation and diversion conditions. If Biden successfully meets the conditions, the gun charge would be removed from his record at the end of the period. The deal was negotiated with Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss. Weiss, a holdover from President Donald Trump's administration. All right, here's the deal. He's enjoying the privileges of the third rail and so will Trump. Neither of them will go to jail. And you and me, we'd be in big, big trouble. Big trouble. Drugs and guns and tax evasion, we'd be spending 20 years. I think so. U.S. Yep. prisons. Yep. Yeah. There are now less than, uh, well, about 18 hours of oxygen left Oof. in that missing Titan submersible as rescue efforts continue for the five passengers. A Canadian aircraft searching for the sub in the Atlantic Ocean detected what they called intermittent banging noises from the vicinity of its last known location. The crew searching for the missing sub heard banging sounds every 30 minutes on Tuesday and again four hours later after additional sonar devices were deployed. However, the U.S. Coast Guard clarifying this morning they don't know the source of the noise. Aboard the Titan is CEO and founder of Ocean Gate Expeditions, Stockton Rush, British billionaire explorer Hamish Harding, renowned French diver Paul Henri Nargolet, and Pakistani businessman Shahazada Dawood, and his 19 year old son Suleiman Dawood. Dawood's, 
Dowd's sister told Sky News the Dowd family is solely focused on the rescue of her brother and nephew and hoping for their safe return. The watercraft submerged on Sunday morning from its support vessel to travel to the Titanic wreckage, which sits at about 12,500 feet. About an hour and 45 minutes into it, the Titan lost contact with the surface ship. The Titan is equipped with a four-day emergency oxygen supply. You sign a waiver... I heard uh, whoever is the writer for the Simpsons apparently is not apparently did go down to see the Titanic on that very vessel. Matt Greening, uh, whatever. I don't know his name, but he said you sign a waiver where your death is mentioned three times on the first page. So it's not Ooh, like you don't right. know what you're getting into. Oh, yeah. And uh, we did. I did look up Rook's question: uh, Why fish don't explode? Because they're fish. Uh, well, they they do not have air pockets apparently. There like human are, bodies like can be compressed into the high pressure. I tell you, I accept John's response. I don't accept Joe's well, I said because fish. they don't fish. have air pockets. Uh, Mike Rice is the former producer and writer on The Simpsons that went on the if Ocean Gates tour. If you said his Gates name, I, I would know it. it I, that does not sound familiar. Okay, let me read you the news story that just surfaced six <laughs> hours ago. Mike Rice, Joe, a oh, former never mind, that must be the guy. producer and writer on The Simpsons, okay. went on the Ocean Gates tour of the Titanic records back in 2022, along with his wife, on the same vessel they that is together. Yes. They that was really a mistake. Like each other. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> Obviously, haven't been married long enough wow. to know better. I'd say you go, honey. Yeah, you, I'll you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Why did she buy me? Why did she buy me one ticket? Yeah. <laughs> Taking a short nap during the day could help protect the brain's health as it ages, according to researchers. That's all I was trying to do. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You were a quick one. Well, previous research has suggested long naps might be an early symptom of Alzheimer's disease. Other work has revealed a brief dose can improve people's ability to learn as they age. New researchers say they found evidence to suggest napping may help to protect against brain shrinkage. That is of interest, the team says, as brain shrinkage, a process that occurs with age, is accelerated in people with cognitive problems and neurodegenerative diseases, with some research suggesting this may be related to sleep problems. The only thing missing from Monday was a plate of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope I would have been had just enough juice left to make sure I hit it squarely. <laughs> And a, and a train whistle alarm clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a robber in England sentenced to three years in jail this week for attempted robbery, but it was only thanks to the quick thinking of his victim that he ended up in police custody in the first place. But the robber, well, he, he went out with style. Detective Sergeant Paul Mossum of Durham Const Constabulary Oh, constabulary. Wow. What, whatever. He was a cop in Great Britain. There you so, go. It wasn't the most difficult arrest we could ever have made. To be honest, it was an open and shut case. And you'll see why that's funny in just a moment. 30-year-old Martin Trimble walked into a convenience store last month in Durham City with a knife, picked up a four-pack of beer, and used the knife to threaten the store owner. Well, rather than let Trimble walk away, the store owner ran outside and closed the door, holding it tight, trapping the thief inside. The shop owner, who remained unnamed, then lowered the storefront shutter in an effort to make sure Trimble couldn't escape. Trimble tried to avoid capture again by breaking the door free of the shop's owner's grip and tried to slip out before the shutter had fully descended. Unfortunately for him, the shutter was already too low, and Trimble was pinned to the ground by the shutter, his torso outside, 
this is door and uh, the rest of him inside. Oh boy. Re- realizing he was beaten. Well, what do you think he did? Drank he the cracked, beer. Yeah. He cracked open one of the beers laid there and drank the beer while he waited for police to get there. Officers trying Robert, to pull an Indiana Jones deal. Huh? How can you drink the beer laying down? Well, you find a way. You find a way. Yeah, you make do. <laughs> Officers arrived within three minutes of getting the call. They arrested him. He pled guilty to charges of attempted robbery and possession of a knife. He was sentenced on June 16th to prison. Florida is one of the least patriotic states in America, according to a new study released Monday by WalletHub. WalletHub looked at both military and civic engagement with data that included military enlistees, veterans, and number of adults who voted in the last presidential election. The study found that blue states are just slightly more patriotic than red states. Florida ranked as the fifth least patriotic state, had the lowest volunteer rate. WalletHub found that Georgia had the highest average number of military enlistees. Alaska had the most veterans per capita. If you're wondering, the most patriotic states are in order Virginia, Montana, Alaska, North Dakota, and Maine. The least patriotic states, Arkansas, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York, and Florida. Right in the middle, Minnesota came in at 27. Thank you, John. Yes, sir. Say, I know it's uh, the 21st. It's the summer solstice. I suppose you could consider that the beginning of the summer-long grilling season. You know, it just occurs to me. You're headed up north, and if if you're part of the cabin life that goes up 35, how easy it would be to swing off on Highway 97 at Forest Lake, and then the new Grunhoffers was new last year, is right there. Right. Just, Just east of 35 on 97. Load up your cooler. And then proceed on your journey. This is the start of the uh, grilling season for normal people. Uh, 21sters will continue to grill using Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats, the original stores on Highway 61, just north of Hugo, with every imaginable meat uh, for grilling that you can possibly come up with. Now, they've got something for everybody that might not all be for everybody, but somebody's going to Like what? Clam chowder, peanut butter, bratwurst. Oh, I, I don't see. Think I could go for the clam chowder part. Maybe a step, but you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Are you sure that those are combined? That's <laughs> yeah. a combined Flavor one. Alert. There's 140 different kind of brats. You sure there's not a peanut butter brat and a clam no. chowder brat? Update your. He's on. He's on Instagram at Grunhofer. You know what? Spencer is meat. a mad scientist. He is. He is. Flavor alert, upgrade your meal game with this unique combo, clam chowder and peanut butter. Wow. Well, somebody must have tasted it. It must be good. It's amazing to see how these two seemingly opposite flavors mix together to create a deliciously crazy bite. But you know what? When you add the peanut butter, it gives it a Thai flavor. So that's Listen probably where. Listen to him. It's like clam chowder uh, Thai. Rookie burgers, go. thick cut bacon, ham, steaks, chops, you know, salmon, cheese, you name it. Stock up. You're going up to the cabin. It's the start of the season. Get to Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats just north of Hugo on Highway 61 and in Forest Lake just immediately east of 35 on Highway 97. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats.
Since 1985, Air Mechanical has served the Twin Cities for their heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. They can also help you with drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality. Serving the entire metro area. From general maintenance to full install, they got you. Furnace installs, boilers, heat pumps, garage heaters, and more. Air Mechanical employs top-trained tradespeople in the state of Minnesota. They operate with full integrity. They do things the right way, not the easy way. And their Total Solutions membership is like having Air Mechanical on retainer. Keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive membership. Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service, and equipment costs. Catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanicals running smoothly. We'd love it if you gave Air Mechanical a shout-out for any heating, cooling, plumbing, or electrical needs. Call or book online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. Let's get out of here. Let's uh, plan a vacation and let's plan it right. Now, if you are up for it. Next year in 2024, we are going to plan a trip, an eight-day cruise. Oh, man, I can't wait. And you can be part of it. An eight-day cruise to Croatia, starting at $27.99 per person, July 14th through the 21st of next year. Get in touch with escapewithusvacations.com. My two sisters run a travel agency, and Suchi Boys used them. Everybody's used them. They do a wonderful job, and they have planned this trip. They've executed this trip in the past, and the people had a wonderful time. So get your all set. Get your plans all set. Start saving your money and learn about the cruise at escapewithusvacations.com. Yes, I will be leading it. I've got some family members that are going as well, and we've got some GLers that already have signed up. There's not a whole bunch of room, but you can get all the details at escapewithusvacations.com or call one of my sister, Teresa or Maria, 651-788-4338, 651-788-4338, Croatia. This is where they filmed a Game of Thrones, etc. We'll be on the Adriatic King. It's a beautiful ship and a great crew to boot. Escapewithusvacations.com. Let's go to Croatia. And now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Souchere. The savings continue on Toro zero-turn mowers at Tri-State Bobcat, Little Canada, Hudson, Burnsville. The rebate from Toro has increased to $500 on the 54-inch MyRide zero-turns. Final price, $4,199. But wait, don't, wait, wait. Is there the more? Re- the rebate can also be used in tandem with 0% financing for 42 months. That means you could stop into Tri-State now, walk out of there with a zero-turn mower from Toro, and be cutting your grass in, uh, well, let's just say too sweet. Uh, Toro also has that $500 rebate available on most standard MyRide time cutter zero-turn mowers. Remember that uh, that MyRide, that's the one with the uh, suspension on the seat and the, and the platform. That means you can mow extra fast. The final price on the Toro 50-inch time cutter, that remains $37.99 with a $460 value um, warranty extension piled on top of it. Great deals courtesy of Toro and Tri-State. And by the way, that Tri-State over in um, St. Croix Falls on Highway 8, that's just across the river. That's opening really soon. They're filling it up and uh, won't be long, and you'll be able to pick up your Toro zero-turn mower there. Uh, Little Canada, Hudson, Burnsville, and Mankeys down in Owatonna, also part of the family. And on the web, tristatebobcat.com. Just like uh, Target can't win, they're getting windmilled. Uh, Anheuser-Busch can't win. Okay. Uh, It's making national news that a Minneapolis gay bar, the Saloon, 
Uh, and you guys are telling me that's where on Hennepin? Yeah, yeah it's right by the Orpheum. Eighth or ninth or so, yeah. Okay, they're removing Anheuser-Busch products because they contend uh, the company back down uh, after uh, uh, hooking up with that scrawny Dylan Mulvaney. Remember, that caused quite a disturbance. Mm-hmm. And uh, the owner of the saloon is a guy named John Moore who said Anheuser-Busch had an opportunity to support a marginalized community. Watch that word. These are people desperate to be marginalized. Mm-hmm. They absolutely cannot stand not to be marginalized. Right. Uh, they had an opportunity to support a marginalized community in a way that few other corporations have attempted, but they abandoned that direction. We view this as unacceptable, John Moore said. So they're getting rid of the Anheuser-Busch products. And then Anheuser-Busch was was criticized for hooking up with that scrawny character in the first place. So they can't win. Uh, they had partnered with Mulvaney in March, and uh, that became part of the uh, March Madness ad campaign. And uh, she was celebrating her first year of gender transition. And uh, that backfired. Some of the good old boys probably thought, I'm not, I'm not drinking me anymore, Bud Light. <laughs> so that all went in the hell. Do you, do you think that the community, the LGBTQ, whatever it is, do you think they were naive enough to not understand that what Bud was doing was purely 100% a marketing gimmick. Yes, and they all are naive you, you think they're too naive? Yes. Then are we too naive to think that what the saloon is doing is purely a marketing gimmick? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Kenny nailed it because yeah. I, I was having a discussion with some people. They've now the, made national news. In the Which industry. brilliant. That said... Well, the saloon is just smart because they knew they couldn't give this crap away, and what? so they decided to say, and "We're gonna we're gonna remove it from our from yes. our shelves." That's the saloon. And who drinks this stuff anyway? Guess what's happening this weekend in Minneapolis? Oh, oh, pick me, pick me, yeah, Pride yeah. weekend. So hats off to the saloon. Way right. to go! You guys knocked it out of the park. Brilliant. Who benefits from them not having? But the, the, the saloon does. They're getting national attention, and all the people that are now mad at AV pro or whatever, they're 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 virtuous now. The I got saloon a better are the smartest idea. people in all. Of I got this. a better idea. What's your better idea? How much uh, stock do you think this guy stuck with at the saloon, uh, uh, Bud Light? Um, probably I, quite a bit. I don't know. Are you allowed to give it back to the d- distributor? No. How's why, that work? why don't you offer it to the clients for, you know, 50 cents a glass? Be, what be, else is going to do with it? Because you quite literally can't give it away right now. Oh, well, you, you know, could give it away. No, I'm, I'm telling you, Joe, we were talking to people on our happy 10th anniversary to the beer show episode of the weekly scramble happy yesterday. Happy 10th anniversary, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Very that, much. that was yesterday. <laughs> I know you had better things to do was yesterday. That, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. The beer show was yesterday. But basically we were talking to somebody that owns several liquor stores that says we can't give Bud Light away right now. Well, so I, he, I never drank light beer, so I, I don't right. have a horse in the race. You right. can't feel sorry for the saloon for having inventory either. No. Uh, because whatever they're losing in that, they're gaining so much more. Or Kenny, you know what they'll do? They'll just put a different tap handle on it. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, Clyde's right. light, huh? Right. Yep, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have a Clydesdale in the race, is what you're saying. See, I, I think you're wrong, Reavers. I think you could, You. I always said this about Calvin. You, you're drawing 4,000 people a game. Why not offer seats for 50 cents? And you never did. I mean, why not pay 50 but, cents? But if it's it's not a money thing to them, it's, well, I mean, whether it is or not a marketing ploy, he's just saying we don't want to serve it. We don't want to deal with them. And so even, if he gave it for 50 cents, he'd still be serving it. And even better, he replaced it with some local offerings. Yeah, that's a Well, cool no, I, I'll continue this. He, here's what he could do. Check it out. He could say, this stuff's so bad, bad we don't like it. it. You can have a glass for 50 cents. Right. And why again, am I trying to save this guy's business? Don't know why. You're not. Don't this, know why. this is brilliant. No, you don't need to. You don't need to. Fox He's, News, New York Post, you yeah, name it. This guy's yeah. in every newspaper yeah. in the country. Yep, and every gay bar in the country is going... Damn, why didn't we think of yeah, that first? So anyway, and, and, there and you go. He, look at the pub they got, like Kenny said, if it's Pride Weekend, there'll be visitors in town, oh, obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah. Plus, it's, it's Swifty-Apolis. Right, when they're coming That's to Swifty-Apolis. Swifty. Now, is she, or, so is her amazing. audience gay? Or just everybody? Everybody. everybody. I, yeah. think I, I thought it was all teenage girls. No, yeah. I know tons of adult uh, Really? In fact, my niece, my niece is coming down here to see her. She's 28. It's all KS95ers. Okay. On this, oh, only because they come to it. Oh, you know who's really into it? Who's the gal that works with Bernard um, from up the hall? Brittany. Um, Brittany. Yeah. Brittany's a Swifty. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Tom had a little fun with her. I bet he did. Sure. <laughs> Go ahead, she, Joe. wonder what she's paying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only because they come to us all the way from the traveling Lymans in Fernandina, Florida. On this day in history, don't be staring at me during this day in history. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to look at my phone. That's when the bleep hit the fan. Right? We're all watching. Yep, on, this day in, on this day in... On this day in... No, don't, no, <laughs> no, it's not. Don't, a little too soon. Karma. A little no. too soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, too I don't want to be challenging the voodoo there. What year was it? On this day in 1867, <laughs> Minneapolis's theatrical scene began in earnest with the dedication of the Pence Opera House at 2nd Street and Hennepin Avenue. Uh, excuse me, you mean Swiftyapolis. Swiftyapolis, I'm yes, sorry. Thank you. The opening performance was a joint concert by the Swiftyapolis Musical Union <laughs> and the St. Paul Musical Society. The first play, The Hunchback, Open three days later. Huh. Huh. So you're uh, the Hoi Polloi in 1867. They were going down there in their horse-drawn carriages. And the horses were pooping all over the street. <laughs> and everything stunk. And the air was bad. But those are the times we should return See to. See on that. <laughs> on this day in 1899. The longest day, Joe, June 21st. Robert Kennedy died at the age of 88 in St. Paul. He was the vice president of the Stillwater Convention, which initiated the creation of the Minnesota Territory. Wow. All right, so it wasn't RFK. No. no. Got it. And I didn't know this except from last year's This Day in History. Okay. I, re I remember it. <laughs> On this day in 1921. 621. Actress Jane Russell was born in Bemidji. Did you guys know KKBJ, that? KKBJ, home of the Beavers. She was a good-looking gal. <laughs> yes, Bless her. her. And back then, they, those weren't store-bought. Right. Jesus. Know. On this day in 1925. <laughs> oh my 
Concho. <laughs> well, she was. Uh, I I know what you're saying. You know. she was buxom. She was. Wait, was, she, was she and gentlemen prefer blondes? She had a nice rack. There Can you, you say go. that? There you go. Spencer she says was, it all the time. Uh, she was the outlaw in the outlaw. Remember the Howard Hughes film? All I remember is they the made, poster. The, I was going to say they made the famous poster. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Jane Seymour. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> On this day in 1925. Uh, June 21st. Noted socialist and labor leader Eugene Debs spoke at a rally in Camden Park, Swiftyapolis, praising Russia's <laughs> Soviet government. He encouraged the crowd of 5,000 to support unions and set their sights on industrial democracy. And his uh, followers are making a great comeback. She was in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, which I just happen to be watching on that TV right really? now. Yeah, yeah right now. And finally, on this day in 1973. Joe, today is June 21st. That's 50 years ago today. Woo! The United States Hockey Hall of Fame opened in Eveleth, the capital of American hockey. Have you been? I have. Is it worth the trip to Eveleth? I, I'm on the, I signed my name. You did? Yeah, they had some BS, like if you played hockey, you could sign your name. Chris, it's, uh, Chris it's definitely worth a visit to Eveleth. All right. <laughs> Get up there right away. Noted. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> no, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good ode to U.S. hockey. I bet. Yeah. Thank you very much, GLers. But hang on, you may hang on. No, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that today. You know, Rook and I came to the rescue on yesterday's episode with an yeah, thanks explanation. For, uh, thanks for inviting John and I. We were just yeah. sitting here doing nothing, uh-huh. waiting. Well, I, the same thing I believe I that, that, that was after the uh, group text, which everyone gave the peace sign. Peace out. Yeah. Peace out. 5,000. Hey, if you're looking for a uh, podcast out there, something new to spice up your life, check out Pod MN on your smartphone, as I tell you each and every day. Also, subscribe to Garage Logic on our YouTube page. Yes, we're on YouTube, but if you subscribe, you get to see all the great videos we have. And if you want to see what goes on inside of Garage Logic during the breaks, prior to the show, post show, then you want to sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council, which can be found at garagelogic.com. Mm-hmm. 10 bucks a month, 100 bucks a year. You never know, somebody might just die. Yeah, watch out for that ozone. That's what his last words he said before he went down. Watch Ah. out for the ozone. It is time once again that we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic. And boy, now is the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Pick up the phone and make that call for that free 48 minute financial consultation by dialing 952 925 5608. That number, once again, is 952 925 5608. You call that number, you get Josh. And as always, you will get straight talk. You will never get sugar-coated advice, and Josh is with us once again. And Josh, it continues to be all about the Fed, and this week, it's Fed Speak Week. How do you like that? Isn't that a tremendous way to put it? I like it. It's Fed Speak Week. Now, the market in a shortened week towards the end of June, not a lot of economic activity, not a lot of earnings coming this week, but after the Fed pause, but still tight jawboning last week, we have Jay Powell speaking before, before several groups on Wednesday, oh, I'm sorry, today and tomorrow. We have other Fed speakers making presentations as well. My guess is that even though there was a pause, Fed 
speakers will continue their FSA mantra of interest rates staying higher for longer, and they still have a ways to go to get to their 2% inflation target. The Fed is still very concerned that there are too many people working and they're being paid too much money because that continues to breed sticky inflation. And I just kind of roll my eyes at that and say, that's really said what you want. More people working and making more money. So they have money to save and they have money to invest. That's what you want. Instead of trying to stall the economy, how about trying to push policies that will grow the economy? Although the Fed's really limited with that. The Fed's Fed's charter is to maintain stable prices and low unemployment. Or the other way, high employment numbers. That's their job. Uh, Okay, we still have a way to go with inflation. And the other big bugaboo that the Fed is concerned about is housing prices and rent. Rent seem to have leveled off, but demand for housing is still very strong. And the home builders have been very, very careful in their building plans. We've mentioned this before that home builders, whether it's Toll Brothers, Blenar, Holty, or others have been leaders in this recent market. And by extension, because demand for housing is still strong, I would also look at Zillow as another alternative in the housing space. Retailers are still, we'll say, under fire. Still the lead comes back to companies involved in artificial intelligence, either directly or indirectly. And we'll be talking more about artificial intelligence as time goes on. But again, it's Fed speak to keep some cash available. We're just at that time of year where some market technicians have said that the market being the, the market being the S&P 500, not any individual companies, is overbought. Catalysts are few. So do keep some cash available for what could be a small pullback and you get an opportunity to buy some your favorite shares a little lower. Excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Thank you very much. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.